This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki with help from New Zealand On Air. To find more local content, go to our website, accessradiotaranaki.com. Welcome, this is Making Yourself at Home radio show and podcast, where you can listen to wonderful stories from many migrants in New Zealand and learn from their experience. Hi, I'm Alina from Romania and I live in New Zealand for three years. Hello, I'm Laura from Colombia and I've been living here for almost 10 years. Welcome to the show. Hello everyone, this is Making Yourself at Home. Welcome to the show. Um, let me push some buttons here. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so today we have Parisa from Iran, and uh, we have our co-host Michelle. Hello. So we want to talk about many things with Parisa. Welcome to the show, Parisa. Thank you so much. Thanks for the invite. This is my second time being here. Yeah. That's a pleasure. <laughs> One more time and you will be hosting the show. <laughs> that's, that's what happened to me. So that's just a <laughs> warning. <laughs> yeah, we used to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair warning. So, uh, Parisa, you're from Iran. How long yeah. have you been here in New Zealand? Almost 10 years. Okay. And all here near Palamas. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. It's like we came here for a job contract for, and we were looking for a house for six months. Uh-huh. And look, it's 10 years now. And oh. 10 years after. Home. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's really cool. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So um, your husband is from Iran as well. Yes, that's right. We and you here. both work as um, involving oil and gas Correct. stuff? Yeah. We are both engineers in oil and gas. That's pretty similar work that we used to do uh-huh. back in Iran. All right. Mm. So, yeah. And you have any children? Yeah, I have a five years old daughter. Okay. She was born here. Yeah. And yeah, she's in a school now. What's her name? Lena. Lena. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, mm. she is beautiful. Mm. Oh, she is beautiful. So, um, how is for you living here in New Zealand? How's have been? Well, now is kind of your home. Yeah. That's true. It's like a couple of months ago, we. Uh, got to the point to decide if we like to stay in New Zealand or we like to go back to Australia. We originally moved from Australia to here. Uh-huh. So it was the idea, the initial idea that we will go back. But then uh, like a couple of months ago when we were thinking about the job opportunities and life and all of this and we put everything together and we rethought about, rethink about all of these things. and. Well, New Zealand is her home now, you know? It's yeah. like you get, you find these connections to the culture and to the people, and it's really hard to disconnect yeah. from that. I yeah, don't know how so. to explain, but when we got to the point to decide, we were like, no, nah, we consider ourselves Kiwi. Oh, that's <laughs> amazing. And we're going to stay here, and we're going to, we are moving to another city, but... Uh, definitely, New Zealand is staying in New Zealand. The country. Do yeah. you think that that ha- is related? That sensation, that feeling of kiwiness, is our <laughs> the <laughs> of kiwiness. Is it got stronger after having uh, kids here? I think so. Yeah, I think so. It's like because you get more involved in the community because mm. of your kid. You do, yeah. yeah. And you start again growing up as a kid. Yeah. So there are there are there are things that you miss because you just enter a country when you are thirty, thirty wife yes. for whatever. But mm. when you having you are having a kid and when you start learning with her, mm-hmm. you kind of kind of absorb things around being a child yeah. Yeah, in New do. Zealand, which I think that's the connection. Yeah, mm. I feel. So yeah, true, I agree. Right? Yeah, because I guess no matter where you're from, when you've got a kid, you're all starting from scratch. You're all in the deep end and you've all got to find your way together. So that's, yeah, there's an, yeah everyone's in it together, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's yeah. really good to hear too. And you get to know many things, as you said, that you don't, you don't get to experience as a... Oh, that's my, sorry. You don't get to experience as an adult. Mm. And you get to appreciate how they teach 
That's right. kids here, how enjoyable school is. That's our experience and how happy they are. So you feel more at ease and Absolutely. more happy because kind of your happiness depends on their happiness. Absolutely. And you feel more at home if they're happy. Mm. What's, um, what's school like? Like what's life here for Lena like compared with what your life would have been like growing up in Elan? Well, <coughs> this is a very interesting topic. Mm. I'm very grateful that Lena is going to school here. So just to give you an idea about school back there, I'm putting aside all the e educational system and mm. everything else, yes. right? Yeah. Well, the level of education is good over there and all of these stuff. But what I want to say that as a girl starting school at the age of six, you need to cover your hair. Mm. And this is hard, this is tough. I remember myself coming back from school, just in the, in our, you know, just opening the gate, coming into the backyard, and I was like, putting away this scarf, and mm -hmm. like, <laughs> and you know, my mom always needed to plait my hair, or do something, because under the scarf, you can imagine like six hours in the school, under the scarf, it was all knotted, you know, yeah, and sure. it, it was awful. So, yeah, it's different here. It's like, and, you know, all the, all the ideology mm. that uh, kids get, yeah. because all the schools are kind of religious. So here in New Zealand, we have this freedom to choose that you can go to a religious school if you want to. Mm -hmm. And if you don't want, there are many other choices. Yeah. You can choose. You have, you have the this freedom, mm. uh, which is great, you know, that's that's probably the most important thing that yeah. I can say yeah. Yeah. about the differences. Yeah. Are you, so are you Muslim yourself? Uh, no, we are not religious. So mm. in, in Iran, mm. by default, <laughs> when you're born, you're Muslim, mm -hmm. right? But it's, it doesn't mean that the Everyone is Muslim there, you know, there are Christians, there are Jews, Baha'is, there are atheists, and all of other practices are Syrians, and Muslims are the majority. But lots of these Muslims, they become Muslim by birth, mm -hmm. like there's no choice. However, this is not like, okay, I'm 18 years old and I decided uh, not to be a Muslim anymore. It's not such a... It's not like that. Such a decision. Mm. It's not. You know, this is life-threatening if you if you announce this. Mm -hmm. So myself, I'm an atheist, right? Yeah. Okay. And this is the beauty of living in this country that I can shout it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's not like that back home. So if I tell that, it'll be life-threatening things mm -hmm. yeah. around us. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. So uh, going back about the school experience, you're saying that you will not wear a scarf from zero to six, and just to go to school, you will have to start wearing it, and that's why it's kind of shocking, of course. Yeah. For a little girl. Um, as Sharia rule, mm -hmm. uh, you need to start practicing, uh, at least in Iran it's the same, mm -hmm. it, it's the case. Uh, start practicing, uh, your religious stuff yeah. uh, from age nine. Okay. So you really don't need to head, to put head scarf before mm -hmm. age nine. But, yeah. but it's expected. You know, it, but it's expected that when you go to school, you need to. That's that's part of the uniform. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That you wear. Yeah. yeah. Um. Was that so? Was that lack of freedom um, something that caused you to leave Iran in the first place? Uh, that's really a good question. So most of Iranians, I'm telling most, and I believe it by heart, mm -hmm. we don't we don't choose going, you know, leaving Iran because we were adventurous or we were looking for 
uh, different experiences or we were just going to try and come back and no it's not mm. like that for most of Iranians we left our ho- our home and our loved ones because there were no space no freedom mm. it was not a choice for us right the other day I was talking to a friend of mine who was, uh, was originally from UK and he, he was talking about his experience and I mentioned that to him that you know what our experience are different it's very different it's like you came here and just you decided to stay here mm. and I was like I need to go out of Iran because I'm just it's not enough space for me to breathe to talk to live yeah and that's why I came to New Zealand I didn't choose New Zealand. Yeah. I'm very grateful mm. for this mm-hmm. country. Yeah. And I'm calling it home. Mm. And I, we were lucky to find our way to New Zealand. New but Zealand honestly, <laughs> honestly, it wasn't like, oh, let's Many go and choices. try living in New yeah. Zealand to feel how it goes. No, it wasn't like that. Yeah. So we are kind of, all of us are kind of refugees, you know, even though mm. that we have migrated by a skilled migrant or all of these yeah yeah so yeah that that was exactly something that happened to us yeah after trying hard during years you know being part of activists mm. people there yeah. and going through reform requests and massive protests in 2009 we were like no it's it's just too much we cannot we cannot do anything yeah and we need to go yeah yeah all right. And you think that's the common denominator for the Iranian community here in New Zealand? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. What's happening back in Iran? It's not like, okay, let's be the voice of people in Iran. No, we are, we are being the voice of ourselves too. Mm-hmm. All of us, of we have been suffered in a way. Yeah, yeah of yes. course. Okay, I have a little bit of music. Let's uh, take a break. And if you like Portuguese... Maybe you will enjoy this one. You man el choking, you man el diach. Or rapatiat, you man el diach. You man el diach, chicanami.
Welcome back. This is Making Yourself at Home, only here, Access Radio Taranaki 104.4. And this is a show kindly sponsored by the Ethnic Communities Development Fund. Um, that's a fund that helps communities or projects inside um, communities to grow and share their culture. So thank you to the Ministry of for Ethnic Communities for the help to continue with this show. And today we're talking to Parisa from Iran. And we're here with Michelle. Hello. <laughs> so we're back after talking a little bit uh, um, about Iran culture differences with New Zealand. And you went to Iran recently, right? Yeah. How was the experience? After how many years? Oh, about three years. Okay. Yeah, exactly three years. So it was, it was big, uh, like you know, just missing family and friends, missing the, I was literally homesick, you know, I was like, even I, I, I was missing the, the smells, uh-huh. you know, mm. the voices, <laughs> when you're just you walking mean. in the streets and people are talking yeah. in mm. your language, mm. yeah. you know, yeah. after living so many years in another country, I- English, that country's language becomes your language here, right? Yeah. So you don't really notice people around you, they talk and you don't, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, easy, it's feeling yeah. at home really. Yeah. But sometimes that feeling of, uh, I really miss people's whispers in Persian, <laughs> you know, like oh that kind gosh, of homesick. Yeah. So yeah. that was great. That yeah. was mm-hmm. amazing experience, you know, like okay. meeting friends and family. How many hours is the flight? Oh, how do you get to Iran from here? Mm. <coughs> it's, it's really long. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's about two days. <laughs> yeah. So flying to Auckland, flying to Kuala Lumpur, flying okay. to Dubai, okay. flying to Tehran. Yeah. All right. So means about 36 hours. Yeah, because each of those flights are, are long flights. Correct. They are not three-hour flights. <laughs> no, no. And when we get back, it was like all sorts of COVID and yeah. flu mm. and all of these things. But mm. it's well worth that. Yeah. Okay. You know, it, it was great. And so how was seeing your family? Sorry, mm. Michelle. Yes, all right. Oh, it was amazing. It, mm. You know, because you don't, it has been the, it had been the longest time mm-hmm. that we didn't have a chance to visit but you know you don't re- you, you really take that for granted that oh yeah I can go for a visit anytime of course you don't go because of your you know all the responsibilities that you have and stuff but you yeah. have it but this COVID was like nah there yeah. is no way mm, yeah. so it yeah. was kind of appreciating that again that yeah we were together 
Yeah. 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 And so this was, was it about 20, when was, what, what year was it that you went back? Uh, went th- just this year. Oh, in this year. End of June. Oh, right. Yeah. And it had been a good, a good three or so years since you'd been. Yeah. 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 yeah oh, absolutely. wow. And so there, I mean, did you notice quite a lot of differences over there from when you were last there or? Iran uh, is a, it's quite live and young. Yeah. Right? So when you have the majority of people as young people, you mm. expect lots of changes, of course. Mm. You know, like mm. you see that, you know, they, they, they change a lot. They ask a lot and they change a lot. Uh, yeah, I was saying that, you know, the, the, the thing that really came to my mind this time was like, oh, people are really not really that much of fear of moral morality police and stuff so mm. okay. like loose scarves beautiful uh, you know dresses and stuff of course still not free free as yeah. you can okay. imagine like in walking in Neopolimus oh, yeah, of course yeah. Yeah. but uh, very different like yeah. you know that courage and it wasn't like there, there weren't any morality police around there were but just these girls and women were like, no, nah, mm. this is the way that we are going out. And this is what's happening at the moment. Like, you know, I can mm. see that after a few months yeah. that it wouldn't be accepted from mm-hmm. government, right? Yeah. So they increased the morality, mm. police in the streets, and yeah. increased that watching people, what they wear, and approaching them. So probably that was something that I noticed. Something else, else that I noticed in my personal life was the last time we went there, Lena was just two years old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This time she was five. And I really needed to explain to her why I need to put her the scarf in yeah. the streets. Yeah. And <clears throat> I really wanted to explain to her that this is not the cultural thing. But then that was a big challenge for me. That we are not respecting anything. We are forced to do any, something. Wow. Mm-hmm. But why? And I found it really challenging. So just imagine the fact that, of course, police officers here are like, oh, that's a police officer there. Let's go and say hi. Mm. But police officer over there can come to you and ask you by force, if you're lucky, just asking you, to have your head scarf, put your head scarf correctly. Mm-hmm. And that was the challenge for me, that how to, how to explain it. And you know, as a mom, I would, I definitely want her to love my home country. Yes, you know, it's And kind of differentiating that, this is, this is not about the country, this is about these people who yes. were ruling the country. Yeah. For a five years old, explaining that was in simple really terms, hard. it's really hard. It yeah. was really hard to say that. It, it is yes, it is safe, but I, even for a growing up, I'm try. I'm yeah, I'm having a hard time understanding this. Yeah, even the the concept of morality police. I was about to ask, can yes. you explain this? Yeah, before? what are they looking for, and what are they not happy with? Well, uh, there are up honestly, there is no such a thing as. You know, these are the lists of the things that if if you take them, you'll be safe in the streets. It's not like this. Mm-hmm. So everyone can interpret that in their own way. Okay. That's why when they, uh, you might have heard about Massa Amini's story. Massa was wearing a hijab. Yeah. Even her hijab was, I would say, in among the best hijabs that you can say in the streets. Uh-huh. Yeah. But still it couldn't fit their oh my checklist, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. So it's a way like you need to have proper hijab. You just explain what proper means uh-huh. and proper dress. And you're not supposed to wear like the clothes, whatever that identifies you as a foreman. Oh my gosh. Right? Yeah. So 
what they they what they want to do is they they really want to have women invisible. Yes. You know, whatever you do, speaking out, laughing, mm-hmm. uh, nail polish, uh, whatever you know. And you know, I'm not saying that f- if you have a nail polish, they will arrest you, but mm. they can. Oh my! And God. they have done. Wow. Before, you yeah, know, yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's, it's not such a rule that you say that, okay, yes. you'll be safe if you do this, 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 go to the streets, no problem. It's open it's to not correct. It's not correct. Still, it's against the freedom, but it's not such a thing. So yeah. they can they can do whatever. And the idea is taking the uh, girls to their custody for some education. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we know that it's not such a thing. Mm. Well, it, uh, yeah, it's in a form of education, but humiliating yeah. uh, and mm. very disrespectful uh, against humanity. Yeah, you know, shaming them for being shaming woman. Shaming them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So nothing. So not allowed to show your femininity, basically. That's exactly. That's because right. it's offensive. That's right. Because and they they use this term that because it will. Let me find a good English word for that. Well, it, 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 it would make men to have... Uh, <laughs> to lose imagine. their mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even, even visualization. Yes. You know, Ar- it's, it's really somehow. improper. You know, it's mm. even hard for me to explain it. That because it's so ridiculous. This is stimulating even for men, you know. like mm, It's like, true. what are you talking about? We, we are humans. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, in the right um, context, I mean, even like, uh, like eyes, a pair of eyes. <laughs> With a slit, you know, could yeah. be arousing to someone so... Correct. How do you draw? Where do you draw the line? <laughs> you cannot. Yeah. Okay. So, how did you feel going over there with your daughter? Um, obviously, as tensions have been rising, <coughs> um, did you feel unsafe or did you feel scared going back? Um, generally, Iran was safe when we were going there. Okay. As an Iranian migrant, every time that I go back home. And every time that I want to leave the country, when they do the police check, every single time I feel scared because my passport might be taken. Right. Because of dual citizenship, because of speaking up in social media. Yes. Yeah. Because of some some reason, you know, like yeah. this is just to scare people. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you have read uh, 1984, the book. Yes. No, I haven't. Yeah, I would definitely suggest you, George Orwell. So this is pretty much what you say in Iran, like a regime controlling. And if they cannot control every detail, they would scare people that they are controlling. So you always have this in your mind that someone is watching you, even if you're overseas oh very much so i um yeah i've actually got a um i worked with an iranian um journalist who basically couldn't go back she's she's decided she could never go back and visit because she just knows that oh actually i can't remember if she decided to never go back or whether to never write about the regime herself because she wanted the freedom to be able to go back and knew that if she'd said anything against it (laughs) yeah that um that even her family back her family members or extended family who were back there could be um, targeted. So, yep. yeah, I, I mean, how do, you, how do you feel about that? I mean, you must have extended family over uh, back home. And well, well, this time is the story is different. Yeah. We are speaking up with whatever we have in our hands. Yeah. And I'm even sharing some posts and stuff uh, publicly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because... This is the time that we have. This is the opportunity we have. And we want to get rid of this regime. We yes. want to get our freedom back. And it breaks my heart to feel like I don't know when next time I can go back home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But definitely it's not, it's not an option now. Yeah. Even, even some, some people that I know that they really, 
they haven't been involved in any protests and stuff. And they are going. They had planned to go and visit their families months back. Yeah. And they have booked their flights, and now they they don't know if that's mm. safe enough to go or not. Yeah. So, yeah. For now, it's like now we are in middle of revolution. Yes. Yeah. And we're gonna do, and we will do what we can together. And we are hoping that it doesn't take too long, but yeah. it might take. Long. It'll it might take, take as long yeah. as it takes. Yeah. Yes, I don't yeah. know. Hopefully not. Yeah. And and that was the vibe that you felt over there that people is ready to fight, or most of the people, or women. Uh, yeah, well, we are talking about that. This is the female-led revolution, right? Okay. Yeah. Which is which was started by Gina Imine getting killed, mm. and. I was just searching uh, next today and it was like, out of 1,413, 1,281 1, protests, they were led by women. Mm. women. So this is huge. It's but huge. I'm saying that, but it's not just about women. Mm -hmm, it's, about, mm -hmm. it's about everything. The last 43 years, mm. Iran uh, has lots of resources. That's yeah. The education rate over there is so high, you know, like 90% mm. of uh, women over there, they have level of education. Good. And this is yeah. the highest in mm. the region and mm -hmm. probably one of the highest in the world. Mm -hmm. yes. So education rate is high and the, com the country has lots of oil and resources yes. yeah. and beautiful country that just tourists itself can mm -hmm. bring a lot of money in the country and yeah. because of this corruption and this uh, ideology and this religious system and all around that people are living in poor and really bad mm. conditions yeah. you know the inflation rate is so high and every year it gets higher and higher and you know just Having a normal life is hard. So yeah. we are talking about this uh, women rights, and this is this is a big part of it. But yes. yeah. people are fed up. It's like yeah, nothing is there. Yeah, it's yes. no no place for reform, no place for change. We just want to get rid of you <laughs> altogether. Yeah. You know, like yeah. we need a new thing. We need to start from scratch, and we know that it's it's not hard. Yeah, it's not easy. Sorry, it's not easy. It'll take time, and yeah. it, it'll take all of us involvement, even from other countries, like mm -hmm. you know Iranians yeah. in other countries, yeah. to contribute to that. Yeah. But what do yeah. you think about the responsibility of other nations? In I mean, do you think there needs to be intervention from outside? Uh, the word intervention is mm. a little bit tricky. Yeah. Word. Yeah. So. This time, Iranians, uh, Iranian community outside of the country are very active. And what is the idea? The idea is we, we really want to get in touch with people, with ordinary people, yeah. with some people like yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. And we want to, you know, to tell you the stories about it. And we yes. want you to share those with you. And we mm. want people to ask the governments to mm. take actions. Yes. But what kind of actions we want? No, of course we don't want a war. We don't want troops sending them. Mm. We don't want that. But we want us to be acknowledged. Yeah. And we want, yeah. like, the, the thing that we are asking from New Zealand government is just to stop dealing with this regime. Yes, yeah. Don't yeah. recognize them as Iran. They are not. Yeah. Expel the ambassador. Yeah, you know we yeah. don't want them. You know they they are just here spying on us, right? Uh, just checking on us and you know reporting us. Every mm -hmm. individual of us, there is no point of keeping them here. Yeah. You know, just expel it. We are asking, do whatever you did for uh, South Africa, mm -hmm. for the you know the apartheid regime. We yeah. want that. We want boycotting. We want yeah, yeah. we want to stopping whatever you did. Don't deal. And it's like that's mm, enough yes. of UN saying that uh, we are condemning what Iranian yeah. regime is. Doing. That's enough of it. 
Yeah, yeah that doesn't yeah. mean anything. It doesn't mean if you anything. Keep the yeah. economic relationships. Yeah. Exactly. Just just you know, just stop dealing with them. Just stop recognizing them. So yeah, that's yeah. the way of intervention that that we want. Yeah. And that's that's what each individual of us are doing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was standing in front of library explaining to people and I, I that was Great experience. <laughs> that was well, outside of my comfort zone. Tell us more about it. How, yeah, how did yes. you come with that idea? Yeah. Or I with the decision of actually how I just doing that. thought that I need to do something. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're like, oh, but it's just, we are just living in a small city. Yeah. How, what, what does can it, I do? It doesn't matter. You know, people really, they, they do have their life. But the experience was great. I got so much nice comments from people, people mm -hmm. approaching me, mm. people hugging me, people turn up in the, in the rally on Saturday, uh -huh. just in hope to learn more. And it wasn't easy, you know, I remember all those days that I went there with my poster and it was just having a deep breath. And just stand by yourself there. Uh, my friends joined me later. Yeah. But yeah. that was the start wasn't easy for me. But I would do that, you know, like I see that how how it's how important it is. Yeah. You know, to talk to you. Yeah. I, I know that you'll spread the word, you know. Yes. Yes. Everyone has their area. Yes, everyone's mm -hmm. connected to people to in a unique way. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. you cannot you cannot just dismiss city like New Palamas just because we have like how many 80,000 people mm, you don't know the connections that are there eh? yeah correct yeah, but yeah. but interestingly enough we were the very first city in world started the global rally for Iran on Saturday uh -huh. and oh. New Palamas name was there yeah. and I'm so proud I'm like yeah that's well amazing. done that's yeah. Yeah. yeah this yeah. is lovely to say maybe no other city in this size was in the list, <laughs> but we did it. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely something to be proud of. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the little cousin, like, kicking everyone else up the bum going, come on. <laughs> let's, yeah. Let's take some action. Exactly. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Good. And, um, and you, just when we were having a break before, you talked about your daughter's involvement in the protest too, and she was up there in the paper being yeah. photographed. Yeah. And... Um, and just in, in that she went to school and she was able to clearly explain what she was protesting. Yeah. Yeah, can you tell us about that? Sure. Uh, so that was not the first uh, protest that she was there. Uh, we have been, we had been in a few other protests up in Auckland. Yes. So in Auckland, more people, yeah. bigger protests, of course. Yeah. And right from the beginning, and she's a a very cautious, slow girl. I think pretty much like all other five years old kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Questioning, and I never really decide. I decided to really explain to her in words that is easier for her to mm. understand. So the first few ones that we used to go to in Auckland, she would be like, "Why are we are here?" And mm. I used this word of freedom and I put yeah. everything around us and like look we are here for freedom we are here to uh, ask for freedom to just show that we care about people of Iran that you're fighting for freedom mm. so you know she knows about about Masa Amini but she doesn't know what has happened to her yeah <laughs> she knows about the slogans about say her name Masa Amini it's like mom what happened to Masa yeah. And I'm like, I, I'm not brave enough to explain to her now yeah. what's ha what has happened. I'm like, she's a hero. She has done this. Yeah. We are all out there because she has asked for freedom and we are asking for freedom. Mm. But I'm kind of censoring. Yeah, of course. of course. To protect her. She doesn't need that. No. Yeah. No. So it, it's very interesting that she gets the ideas about freedom. Mm. And the other day, that was so lovely, just first, I think a couple of days ago, that she was telling me that, Mom, next time that we go to Tehran, let's, go, let's be brave, Mom. 
Let's oh. go to the Straits wow. without head scarf. <gasps> like, oh my goodness! <laughs> All right, sure. She's an activist. <laughs> yes, yeah, she is. Yeah, oh my like, goodness! Oh, mommy, I I'm really proud of you because she said, "Look, mommy, nobody should tell us what to wear." I'm like, yeah. Oh, she's got and, it. You know, yeah. They really understand. You know, that's that's us as adults that we really. Uh, don't count on them, you know. They they really understand what's happening around them, yeah. and I think by protecting them, of course, but we need to tell them about the values that we, mm. yeah. we would love them to know about this, you know. Yeah. Freedom. I've been thinking about freedom a lot mm-hmm. in the recent two months. Yeah, and freedom is just so big, you know. You just take it for granted. Yes, yeah, we do. You know, mm. and I'm just thinking. I'm like, oh my goodness, just freedom of choice, freedom of choosing that. If you're straight or you're part of LGBTQ, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, people, just freedom to be proud of whatever of you, who are, you are, who yeah. you are, mm. and is these things are very big. Now, even freedom of speaking up you know mm-hmm. like freedom of seeing someone in pain and speaking up yeah this is yeah. a problem in iran is in iran in kurdistan they're killing people with war bullets mm-hmm. and it's really hard for other part of the country to come out speak up for them because mm-hmm. they will also get shot yeah and it's like well yeah just just let them free to care you know, these yeah. are basic things that you we don't mm. we take it for granted here that oh well of course everyone has a freedom of choice. It's it's not. It's not we are lucky that. to have it here. Yes. And you know, when you feel it, when you experience it, I, I mentioned that in my speech on Saturday that I'm very grateful for my for my daughter to be here and mm. yes. to experience freedom. But I cannot rest till the day that I know that all children in Iran, they are feeling free. Mm-hmm. You know, this is just when you experience something and you, and you haven't experienced that before, you know what have you got. This is so yeah. big yeah. that it well worth fighting for it. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Like, um, Heslina, has she got cousins over in Iran? Yeah. yeah so, yeah. that I mean, that's hugely personal then, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. It's uh, yeah. It's just everything is just too much. Yeah, at the moment, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you are also fighting for the opportunity for her to go back there and being safe. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because absolutely. It, what you said, we as migrants, the only thing that we want the most is to preserve the, those roots. Yeah. In those connections of our Kiwi children absolutely. with our home. Um, country with our culture with our language and everything and mm. what's the point of preserving all that if she can even step put a, a foot in in her country and enjoy it and see it firsthand and be an Iranian absolutely it's, it, absolutely yeah. I'm very proud of what's happening at the moment in Iran yes yes you know it's like I'm it's like showing whole world that yeah this is a different picture. Watch us, dare to watch us, you know, look at us in the, to our eyes and know we have been fighting for 43 years, mm-hmm. yeah. maybe in silence, yeah. but now our voice is loud. Yes, yes. absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Is it the young generation joining the fight? Oh, these are the majority. Generation okay. Z. Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> they, are, yeah. they are brave, yes. Yes. creative, yeah. they are fast. Yeah. They change the the playground, you know. They they are, they, they are different. Yeah. They yeah. are very different from us, yes. the previous generations. Yeah. We fought for reform yeah. mm-hmm. in two thousand and nine. Okay, yeah. but it didn't go anywhere. Yeah. We didn't have maybe we didn't have the courage for fighting for more, more. Mm. or maybe it wasn't time. Yeah, you know, yeah. simple as that. Yes. yes, but this generation are like. Amazing, oh, yeah. amazing. So mm. it, it, as you mentioned about Lena's cousins. Yes. Lena is the youngest among yes. her cousins. Yeah. And her cousins are 
all in, you know, about 60 to 25. Okay. And yeah. these are the majority of people in the streets and fighting. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Oh, wow. Th- oh, these are, they are amazing. Absolutely yeah, yeah. the leaders yeah. of this That's incredible. movement. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because is is this uh, we are more connected with the rest of the world, Absolutely. so you can kind of see the difference between the place that you live in and the rest in what's going on in the rest of the world. Plus, is their life just beginning? Oh yeah. So, what's the future in this regimen? We need to do something about it. Mm. It's that's incredible. Right. Yeah, it's a, that's a great motivator. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I have another song. We have been chatting, 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 <laughs> no music. So this is uh, Butterflies from Emilian Lewis. Les. I try to sleep, but I'm overthinking. Cause I don't know where all of this is leading. Just hate it every time you have to leave me. No, I don't want to say goodbye. You have more time Maybe overnight Don't want to say goodbye Don't want to say Stops 
Hello, welcome back to Access Radio, Taranaki 104.4 FM, your voice, your choice. Um, we're here with Palacia and um, we've just been talking about the Iranian regime and about um, the amazing groundswell of protests that have been happening well around the world, including in little old New Plymouth, um, about women's rights, um, about freedom <laughs> yeah and um and we've been talking about um i guess a leader amongst amongst all this this energy this um this wanting to come against the regime and um and how it's been hard to sort of group together and have and have a sole voice or a sole place to go um, to give direction, to give to give leadership, basically, because a lot of the main protesters are in prison, and um, and then you've got people from outside the country, and then they're not on the ground, and and so something needs to be formed. And so we were just talking about this in the break, and I'm just filling you in now. Um, but we wanted to talk about um, basically what like what would be the ultimate outcome that you can see from from this revolution change of the regime and change of the uh, constitution the whole country needs to be rebuilt kind of but i would split that in two different phases what's the ultimate result for us iranians outside of the country mm-hmm. which is the first you know, a step before what is we, what would we like to be ultimately happen? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, as I said, Iranians we are trying to uh, ask governments to stop uh, talking to this regime. Yes. What does that mean about you know about that about you know from ordinary people point of view? So you might say later 
this is what's happening at the moment with the uh, politicians, with, for example, Golriz uh, Kahraman is a MP, yeah, Iranian yes. MP, yeah. uh, who's trying so hard on putting the petitions out and yes. working mm-hmm. that out uh, with the government. So we're hoping that soon we will see some statements from government. And the ultimate goal for us is seeing people, New Zealanders, supporting that. Yeah. And not just supporting that, but asking for more. Yeah. You can imagine that how conservative all the governments are. Mm-hmm. Not New Zealand government, all of them. And they won't go forward unless there is a push from people who are voting for them to ask them for more reaction. So this is the ultimate goal. This is why I'm here here to talk to you. And I'm hoping out of your audiences, there will be few who think about this and say the opportunity of taking the lead. Everyone is a leader. We were talking about leadership. Yeah, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. So in the new, new definitions, every one of us can yeah. be a leader for what, what change we need to happen. Mm. So I would like to see some leaders, you know, to say that they are they are fighting for human rights mm-hmm. yeah. by making the governments accountable yeah. for what they do, what they say, and how they react to mm-hmm. what's happening around the world. Mm. So this is the ultimate goal that I say. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. 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 How can people yeah. support uh, your activities, or or what are you planning for the next? few weeks or anything if somebody wants to know more and lives here in Plymouth and want to yeah to be there to mm. s- help you su- support the cause I'm thinking to uh, you know that's the that's the problem that we haven't done this before yeah of you know, course. everything <laughs> is near right yes so I've been thinking to uh, have a, an Instagram page or Facebook page for yeah, new yeah. it's a good yes. idea so yeah. that's the that's a platform for Mm-hmm. whoever wants to come and yeah. sharing the news and stuff there yes and then from there i would love to hear your ideas i would love to hear the uh, you know some su- suggestions that how do you think so like in other cities mm-hmm. we have seen performances we have seen like mm. uh, yeah. nice nice gatherings with cultural Mm-hmm. you know, uh, yeah. content around it and artistic content around it. Yes. To get together and, you know, just spread the word. Iranian mm-hmm. community in New Zealand, in New Plymouth, we are just, say, less than 30. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, of course, it's, we need some help yeah. of course, from yeah. people that they are interested in this sort of things. Mm-hmm. And we would really appreciate that. Yeah. And we'll go from there. So, yeah, probably that's uh, that's how we do. We go for uh, that page and then announce the things there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that will be that will be nice. And say how we can go from there. Yeah. Tomorrow is a big day for Iran. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because there will be an emergency a meeting mm-hmm. of UN Human Rights Council okay. Okay. to discuss about Iran. Wow. Uh, these are big steps yes. and these things couldn't happen without ordinary people mm-hmm. asking governments yes. to ask for that yeah. you know because let's be frank right iran has lots of oil yeah we're talking yeah. about middle east right yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah if you don't support for governments i'm not talking about specific government but mm. government mm. it's about oil mm. It's about selling army stuff, you know, yeah, like uh, yeah. the equipment and stuff. Yeah. It's about getting money off that of that area, yeah, right? True. Yeah, yeah. And there are big lobbies doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there is, if you look from one side, well, some countries and some groups, at least, they'll find more interest in having the regime there as a a nevel. Mm-hmm. Right, and yeah. to sell their uh, equipments, to play with oil price and all of these things. Yeah, we are just taking them out of our calculations, out of our 
uh, perspective because we cannot do anything about that. Yeah. But I can talk to you. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. can. We we people. We ordinary people can unite. Yeah. And this is what is changing the world. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Bringing awareness. Wow. That's pretty huge, eh? Yeah. So the yeah. So what was that organization again? That's uh, United Nation. United uh, Nations. Yeah, yes. Human Rights Human Council. Rights. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's wow. So yeah, yeah. having a, a Facebook page to inform people about things like that, it will be, it will be amazing. Yeah. 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 Okay. We don't have more time. It's one o'clock. Thank you so much, Parisa, for coming and for teaching us all this because it's really. It, the only way to connect is through knowing a little bit more about uh, Iranian people or any people. If you want to connect with their problems, you need to meet them. Absolutely. So thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much yeah. for thank you for sharing. Yeah, cheers. So thank you everyone for listening. Uh, this was Making Yourself at Home with Michelle and Laura today and the lovely Parisa from Iran. Uh, see you next week. See you. <laughs> Let's push the buttons. Thank you so, so much for listening. If you want to be part of our show, please contact us on our Facebook page, Making Yourself at Home. We would love to hear your story. You can find our show as a podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and the Access Radio Taranaki website. This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki in New Plymouth. Thanks to New Zealand On Air. For more local content, search for accessradiotaranaki.com.